Hey there. Got a moment? Sure you do. This won't take long. I'm Dr. Greg Sazma, and this is your final Practically Mindful Moment. Thanks again for joining me. Well, you've made it. This is the last of 12 podcasts drawn from a book I've written. It's called Practical Mindfulness, a Physician's No-Nonsense Guide to Meditation for Beginners. It's from Mango Publishing. It's written for those interested in mindfulness but needing a clear, accessible way in. If you've listened to the other 11 pods, you've hopefully found them helpful in their own way in providing some practical ideas and practice tips and also a subtle nudge to persuade you to buy the book and maybe recommend it to your friends and patients and parents and students and people on the sidewalk. I hope it becomes a go-to reference for learning basic meditation in a practical way. So how about 10 more minutes to tune in learn something and then use it in a quick guided exercise and then off we go i have a new psychiatric style podcast to curate after this i'm going to pontificate on the latest in asymmetrical couches and spring fashions and sweater vests and chic new ways to blame our mothers for stuff i'm going to cover it all i kid all right so let's get this thing going the tune in Okay, this ting will be the last ting you hear. All right, take a nice deep breath to settle yourself. Ready? Okay. All right, now that I've honed our attention, I want to use this last moment together practically. Let's nail down the high points of this series and also nail down some of the mindfulness and meditation stuff and shamelessly reinforce a few ideas about the book. Are you ready? Good. Okay. Mindfulness. It's a really good thing. Mindfulness is a capacity that we all have. It's separate than thinking, feeling, and sensing. It's really our mind's eye. It's our quality of being aware. It observes those things. Meditation. Also really a good thing. If you want to cultivate that mindfulness. Meditation is the organized and intentional practice in building mindfulness. It builds that capacity of our own self-awareness. Why meditate? We touched on the high points of its benefits for health and productivity and for emotional self-control. I think that the biggest selling point is that it helps us know our minds better. It helps us know our patterns and our blind spots. And when we know that, we can adapt better to the world. We can manage our reactions to the uncertain stuff of living in this busy, busy world. Well, what to work on then? You know, you can meditate on anything. We started with sound, which you're probably really tired of. That's that tuning fork. Most of our podcast exercises then worked with breathing as the target to observe. 
The book starts there, and then I walk it out to the rest of physical and emotional and then thought phenomena. And then we move to awareness of holding the whole thing, the whole enchilada, in the moment. So how do we start? Well, I trotted out some foundations, starting with attitude. It should be open and curious, committed to effort, but not getting hung up on the outcome of the effort. We covered setting some conditions on place and time and sitting tactics to make starting less daunting and sticking with it more likely. As you may have noticed, I favor some structure to the beginning of the exercise. I think it helps us with launching the practice, and it even gives us a place to return to when we inevitably get lost in the middle of practicing. So that lost thing is really important here in the podcast and throughout the book. It's a feature. It's not a bug. It's what we do with losing attention and then regaining it, not whether we lose attention. I gave some tips on managing this really central part of basic training, losing and then regaining attention, and what we do with that. Finally, I provided a kind of rescue routine using the relaxation breathing technique and our budding skills in moving this camera around called our awareness to take a breather, as I called it, in the midst of a moment of intense experience, oftentimes suffering, whether that's pain or anxiety, anger or craving. It's really an effective thing, so I hope it helps you in some tough times. Okay, about the book. I hope the pod series has given you some interest. My editor wisely advised me not to give all the content away in this thing, but why this book? Well, hopefully, the podcast has given you a flavor of my approach to the topic. My aim is practical, accessible, and not so much mystical or academic. There is nothing wrong with using the training techniques in a spiritual practice or in some academic way. But my hope is to help lower the bar and make it easier to get going for folks who aren't necessarily tuned into that approach. There's a little snark in the book because the subject could sometimes use that, and I kind of can't help myself. My other aim for the book is to appeal to my colleagues in medicine and psychotherapy and in teaching, taking this practice down to its studs, so to speak, and then presenting the basics in the why and how makes it, I hope, a useful resource for my peeps to refer to their patients and their parents and their students. Just to sweeten the deal, there is an appendix of the book in which I've provided some direction on actually teaching this, teaching breath meditation to others. There's an expression in medicine, goes, see one, do one, teach one. That may scare the wits out of some of you who are scheduled for a hernia repair next week. But the beneficial intention of that phrase is that we in the helping professions do best when we pass on what we know as part of the contract. It's not a bad lesson for all of us. So that's the summary, and that's the sales job. Let's end with a quick exercise. For today's guided practice, we'll simplify and we'll just reiterate the basics. Breath and body. That three-point deal. Settled with three breaths. Okay? H-W-G time. Here. Settle in place. We 
we're in this together, not alone. And go. With our intention, watch the in-breath, then the out-breath, then a brief pulling out of attention to witness the whole body. In, then out, then body. If you lose track, just note it and back to the routine. If you get really lost, you can always reset with HWG. Ready? Okay. Gather your attention on the in-breath, then breathe out that attention to fill your physical self on the out-breath. Note that full feeling at the bottom, and continue. You're halfway. Attention contracts on the in, spreads out to the body. you're done now. We, we did it. And there we are. Body, heart, head, and your mindful self. Okay, that's a wrap. The ideas and the practices in this and other Practically Mindful Moment podcasts are in my new book. It's called Practical Mindfulness, A Physician's No-Nonsense Guide to Meditation for Beginners. The website is practicalmindfulnessbook.com. Email me with feedback and questions at drsaz at practicalmindfulnessbook.com. Or reach me on Twitter at at mindfulmdsaz. Thanks for your attention throughout this podcast. I'm Dr. Greg Sasma, and this has been your Practically Mindful Moment. So long. Bye.